ever since the recent ban of ChatGPT by the Chinese Communist Party, there's been a lot of speculation about what is going to replace it in China. The Chinese Communist Party believes that ChatGPT is an American propaganda tool. Um, and so, you know, they've just out at or flat out banned it, obviously, right? You can ask it all sorts of questions about history. Um, this is going to make it a lot more difficult for China to censor, right? They have a pretty strong censorship on the internet where they can block specific pages that talk about specific topics that put them in a bad light. But with something like ChatGPT, because it could spit out anything or any piece of information, there's no way for them really to ban it without going straight to uh, OpenAI or Microsoft and kind of, you know, ratcheting up the levers of economics they have and trying to get them to actually remove certain things which would have a lot of criticism as these tools are used all over the world maybe they would have to make a special model just for different countries it would get a little bit messy and definitely put OpenAI and Microsoft in a bad light so because this was an unlikely situation the Chinese Communist Party um, decided that they would just rather flat out ban it it's not in the hands of an American company and that seems to be the way that China likes it, right? With bans on Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and everything else um, big uh, that came out of America. So they flat out banned it, but this left a really big hole in the market. A lot of people were wondering what was going to replace it. A lot of different Chinese companies announced that they were going to come up with competitors. Um, and so it's leaving a lot of people, you know, questioning, will China be able to actually come up with better versions of ChatGPT or something even similar? So recently, China's Alibaba group, announced on that it is going to it actually announced that it had a generative ai model and it actually started showing it off to people so its version of this you know tech uh chat bot is said to be integrated into all of the company's apps in the near future um, which is going to be really big for china it's called tongyi queenwen um, it's an ai large language model and it's essentially used to do a ton of different things in their demo you know they had it drafting invitation letters, planning trip itineraries, and advising shoppers on types of makeup to purchase. And, you know, this is all the same kind of stuff we've seen from ChatGPT, nothing new. Um, and an interesting thing is when they did their big launch, this is something I always look out for is, was this a live demo or was this a film demo? So in this case, it was a filmed demo, meaning, I mean, essentially, meaning it could be just completely fake that they have it. I'm not saying that that's the case, but film demo doesn't mean anything because anyone can you know go use adobe premiere and just make a fake filmed thing and all the answers are perfect because you just put the answers in your video so i'm extremely unimpressed with filmed demos that being said um this thing looks like the same technology if it wows anyone i don't think that uh they're following ai very closely because it, it would appear that OpenAI is already miles ahead of them with gpt4 and plugins and everything that they're already integrating into that being said it's initially going to be integrated into DingTalk, which is essentially Alibaba's workplace messaging app like Slack or Microsoft Teams. And it can be used to summarize meeting notes, write emails, and draft business proposals. It's also going to be added to Tmall Genie, which is Alibaba's voice assistant, right? Like Google Voice or Alexa or um, Siri. Um, the technology, as they say, will bring about big changes to the way we produce, the way we work, and the way we live our lives. That's the CEO, Daniel Zhang. He told uh, a live-streamed event that. Um, and the AI models like this are part of the big picture for making AI more popular in the future, he added. So, I mean, I don't know. In my opinion, this thing is, I mean, essentially a, a knockoff of ChatGPT. And, like, 
I'll try not to be too pessimistic because obviously every AI model that comes out is going to appear to be a knockoff, but I'm just really unimpressed when people come out with the exact same technology that does the same thing worse, essentially, like an older version, um, just because, you know, government regulation allowed them to get in. And so I think in America, we're going to have to see companies that are competing against OpenAI do things like, you know, make it more safe or more accurate or better at math or um, specialize in different areas. And China at the moment is obviously just benefiting from the fact that it's flat out banned and they could put out something that's, you know, we saw Stanford data scientists spent $600, trained an AI model off of Facebook's uh, new infrastructure, Lambda, um, and they spent 500 bucks on OpenAI credits, used 35,000 questions and answers from OpenAI's ChatGPT, and they literally made a pretty decent clone of ChatGPT for 600 bucks. So like that being said, I'm incredibly unimpressed when people are just doing very, very basic language models, ChatGPT, like this stuff is, uh, I mean, it seems like it's rocket science, but because OpenAI has already done so much work building out um, sophisticated models, it is not hard to, uh, to follow in their footsteps. And so I'm unimpressed until they're doing something new or innovative other than what's been available for the last, you know, four months with OpenAI. So obviously global interest in generative AI is at an all-time high right now. Um, Microsoft backed ChatGPT and gave him like $10 billion. So this is something that has been really hot. Um, and OpenAI and ChatGPT actually were really popular in China for a, for a moment before it was all banned. But a whole bunch of other Chinese companies also revealed or teased they have AI models or chatbots in the works. So their search giant, Beidou, announced it has something called ErnieBot. Um, they announced this earlier this year, but still that is only in trial uh, for different users that are essentially signed up for their, you know, pre-trial. And that's kind of similar to Google and Google Bard. Um, they haven't really opened that up to the masses yet. Um, on Monday, a Chinese AI company, SenseTime, they unveiled a bunch of new AI products, and they also have a chatbot called SenseChat. Um, so the CEO of Alibaba and a bunch of other companies working on AI models um, are kind of like at the starting line of this whole new phenomenon in China, right? The, the growth was stunted. We're seeing this in other countries too, banning it like Italy and other, you know, Germany is talking about and a couple other European countries. It's going to be interesting to see if these companies that ban it fall completely behind because obviously OpenAI has the most money and it's been doing it the longest. They have a way bigger head start. And, uh, you know, people might try to make models in their own native countries, but at the end of the day, OpenAI and ChatGPT have a massive head start uh, financially and in um, just the data and the talent that they have to build this thing out. So I'll be incredibly shocked if anyone can catch up to them without, you know, playing ball and really uh, trying to work in the same space. It's interesting to note that shares of Alibaba went up about 1.5% when they announced this, um, and shares of SenseTime, which initially surged a whole bunch, were later down like almost 3% after they announced theirs. So, you know, it would appear that their uh, product was not received with all the hype. And to be honest, this doesn't really shock me. I'm going to be pretty, I'll be pretty shocked if, you know, these, these announcements are really helping um, any of these major tech companies uh, really crank their stock prices up or their valuations up a lot, just considering that a lot of people are able to do this. People are understanding how it's done. Um, AI models can be trained for relatively cheap nowadays. And so unless they're doing something innovative, it's, it, this isn't really something that's an incredibly brown, uh, groundbreaking. But it's going to be interesting to follow what happens in China and around the world as these AI models develop. Maybe they'll come out with some 
um, really specialty tech or incredible things that other people are not doing. So only time will tell and it will be an interesting space to watch. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AI Box, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.